Hello and welcome to Point of Discussion. There is a day and time when one occasional news finds us so excited that it requires its own show. That's right. Every so often a piece of news comes into our inbox and we think that requires a little bit more back and forth than just a simple announcement in our weekly podcast or news report. So this week we have the World Press Photo Awards for 2022 and the cameras that were used to capture those winning images. This week the World Press Photography Organization published a winners of 2022 competition. It switched to regional form, so there are 24 winners in one per each region. And then the Spanish website Fotolari actually looked at the images on Active Data and did a full breakdown of which cameras were used to take the winning shots. Yes. Now, this is obviously a photojournalism competition, and it should be noted that there were no sports categories in there. So there's no kind of high-end, fast-moving sports cameras. We're actually looking at more photojournalism, street photography, reportage, stuff like that. First of all, of those 24 winners, they managed to get, as you said, the data for 22 of them. For 22 of them, and effectively, the leader in terms of brands being used was Canon with 11 winning shots taken. The next one was Nikon with five winning images taken. And one of the cameras that were used was D3200 body. Yeah. So first of all, we'll talk about the, the different breakdowns of the brands that were used. And then we're going to talk about whether it was DSLR or mirrorless because they have that information for us as well. So Obviously, Canon took the lion's share there of the number of shots that were taken with Canon cameras that were winning shots. Mm -hmm. It is strange because the internet tells me that Sony is the leading camera brand nowadays. <laughs> and yet the photojournalists are using Canon or Nikon by the looks of things, because Nikon was second on the leaderboard there and took about, I mean, I would hazard a guess that that's about 20% of it. Yeah, so, so looking at that, so if 11 shots were taken by Canon, five shots were taken by Nikon. So, you know, yeah, that's that already 16. So we've got 22. Almost 25. Yeah, if you look at the graphs, then it looks like Sony, it's at three images, Fujifilm is at two, and Leica is at one. And then two, basically, we don't know what it is, but uh, they do mention there was a mobile phone used on one of the images. So it could be that as well. So that's an interesting one because, yes, internet tells me that everyone uses Sony nowadays and no one is using Nikon or Canon cameras. Which is obviously not true. Now, these photographers are photojournalists, so they make their money from taking these pictures. Therefore, they are professional photographers, which just kind of proves to us that, first of all, Sony aren't necessarily the leading brand in that sense. Mm -hmm. Or at least not in this particular market and niche. I mean, as I said, they, they didn't use sports cameras or they didn't have a sports segment. So yeah. who knows on that? I think it's to do with the marketing more than anything else. Because if you look at the marketing channels on YouTube as being pretty much the most used channel nowadays, you do look at influencers telling us that Sony cameras are there and everyone is using them. But, well, actually, professional photographers, and we talked about this, mm. professional photographers are generally not on YouTube because they actually earn money with their photography. So they don't really have much time to do social stuff. And of course, we do have exceptions, et cetera, et cetera. But generally, they are earning money with their own work. And in terms of this, they don't look at YouTube for suggestions which camera to choose. They kind of trust in the brands that they use for their own time. So there's a reason why people say, when my first camera was Nikon, I'm still using Nikon to date. The same to do with Canon. The reason why we don't use Canon, maybe because we didn't have experience at the day and we just decided that we prefer this one. They're both very good. Yes. 
They're both cameras. They take pictures. Exactly. And you can <laughs> technically take a picture with your old Nikon F and still potentially get a winning shot as well. So, yes. but it's an interesting development because the internet tells us that Sony is the king. Now let's have a look at the breakdown between mirrorless and DSLRs and other types of camera that we use to take these shots. So they actually managed to get that information for us as well, which was great. The lion's share is actually SLRs, which doesn't surprise me so much, but I think would surprise people generally just because obviously what's being very much pushed now by all manufacturers is mirrorless cameras by Nikon, Sony, and Canon. So the majority of cameras used were SLRs. The 13 of those 22 cameras mm -hmm. were DSLRs. Only eight were mirrorless. Yeah. And it seems according to previous years, obviously the gap between DSLR and mirrorless is getting closer and closer. Mm. So maybe next year, maybe a year later on, we will start to see mirrorless starting to win. However, I think it tells me as well that when we talk about internet where, you know, marketing goes this way, that you need to have the latest and greatest, well, professional photographers stick to their horses for years. So in terms of this, we don't go through yearly upgrade cycle. Mm. You know, even with our mobile phones, we generally don't tend to upgrade every year. So it's no. maybe every two or three years. With cameras, it's actually longer. And obviously with the technology that we have nowadays, you don't really need to upgrade on a yearly basis. Yep. You can wait for five, seven years for actual breakthrough in technology, like that might be one of them. Yes, exactly. To actually notice the difference so in terms of this people are still using the canon 5d is quite popular then d800 series cameras are quite popular nowadays and people probably will use them for another couple of years they're still good that's right now interestingly enough in terms of the camera models that were used one of the things that they highlighted was that there was a an entry-level camera used a nikon entry-level camera which was the oh. d3200 Yes, and I think it's a very important point because, again, if you look at the marketing, you want to get the latest and the greatest and the most expensive because that apparently is going to make you a better photographer. Mm. If you look at this point of view, you can take winning images with any photographic equipment. Yes. Including entry-level DSLRs. It could be a film camera, etc., etc. I think it's a good reality check for a lot of us because we tend to be really concentrated on the specs and technology side of things and not actually think about composition and lighting and the actually the, the subject of telling the story with your images. And yeah. for this, you can use any tool that is available to you. Yes, truly. Now, eight of those 22 cameras were mirrorless cameras. Uh, we know that there was a Z7 thrown in there somewhere on the Nikon mm -hmm. side of things. On the Canon range, there were variations of the 5D, so probably from the very first all the way up to the current edition, which is also interesting because um, it's it's kind of their top-end professional mm -hmm. camera, really, for but without it being the flagship sports body. So that's interesting for Canon viewers. They also had one singular rangefinder, which was actually the Leica M10, Mm -hmm. uh, which they classified in its own, although it could potentially be classified as something else. It's, it was classified as a rangefinder for there. I'm very glad that rangefinders are actually being used for reportage type of work and not just being a luxury product. And, you know, looking at Leica is a luxury brand. Yeah. We also have a bit of use of digital mirrorless format cameras, like we've got GFX 50S being used uh, for one of the winning shots, which is also very interesting. So what do you think, Becky? Are DSLRs here to stay? <laughs> Always. I think that uh, this is just a sign to those who maybe feel like DSLRs have been left in the dust mm -hmm. by mirrorless, that DSLRs are still very much relevant and can still be made. You can still make a career out of shooting with DSLR cameras. You definitely don't have to go for the latest and greatest thing. 
apart from anything, it's quite difficult to get hold of new equipment at the moment. Mm. And there are, although we're always very, very excited about technology advancements and new stuff that's coming out and what possibilities will that open up for us? Um, if you really strip it down to basics, it's, it's about, as you say, the picture taking process. Yeah more than anything else. So yes, it would be great to have that new 800mm 6.3 for, you know, your pictures. But actually there are other things that could do the job for you potentially. And uh, I think there's kind of a certain amount of sustainability in that as well. Absolutely. And then if you think about it as well, that, you know, when you look at the news on the internet and they say mirrorless, 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 and then you leave a comment saying you forgot about DSLRs, well, they're not newsworthy because there are no news about it. It doesn't mean that those cameras don't work and you can't take good shots with them. You've got different budget options available to anyone. You can get D3200 nowadays for something like £150 or so. You can buy a D6 perhaps for £4,000 or so. You never know. But mm. the options are there. You can still shoot with them. The lenses are becoming more of a bargain nowadays. If you need 2470 2.8, it can be had very inexpensively and it used to be a £1,500 lens. So the options are there. And I think the less you concentrate on the specifications numbers and figures and enjoy your photography and enjoy telling the story with your images then you start to look at the options available to you very differently precisely another model was a dji drone used by lalo de almeida and in fact a modest huawei p10 which uh, would make my husband very happy because i think mm -hmm. he had that phone for a while mm -hmm. it appears amongst the material of the photographer rehab el dalil so there were photographs taken with perhaps less conventional means you know shooting with your phone sometimes it's right place right time thing as opposed to taking the camera yeah. and setting up the shoot it's very much that way when it comes to photojournalism yeah i think the artists do look at things very differently in terms of choosing the right equipment for them compared to let's say a pro sports photographers or asking enthusiasts who live in the let's say in the new sphere you know so i think that's what it is i mean they you know if they use a drone i guess you need aerial shots so i can have a logic behind it but then if you use a mobile phone just because maybe you don't have anything else maybe you do maybe you don't but then you can still take a winning shot with it exactly in fact just to highlight one of the comments from the comment section from joseph louis braga he said regardless of the camera we have in our hands the quality of our photos is determined by the knowledge we have about photography without knowledge we'll take bad pictures even if we use the best camera in the world yeah, go read some books. Exactly. <laughs> Could not have said it better myself, Joseph. I did like that very much. Um, so I think, in conclusion, DSLRs are here to stay. Do not worry if you're a DSLR user and we don't talk about it enough. We still love you. <laughs> Shante, you stay. <laughs> Uh, do let us know what you think as well. If you are, a D and we know we have a lot of viewers who are DSLR users and Z users and some who use both. Do you use them in tandem with one another? Do you tend to prefer one over the other? We'd be interested to know. Drop us a comment. Yeah, and do let us know about the format itself. If you like the point of discussion of its own video and not being thrown in together with the podcast, let us know. And give us a thumbs up. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We are looking for 20K subscribers this year, so it all helps. Big it up! <laughs> <laughs> we are aiming for 20,000 subscribers this year, so please do help if you can. It helps us to continue making these videos for you, for sure. And we will see you again very soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. 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 Bye